You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Comedy Works! Uh... Uh, my my name uh, my name is Leland Beckman, and uh, we're gonna get this uh, started pretty soon. Are you guys ready to be part of podcasting history tonight? Yes. Yes. I I said I said are you ready for some podcasting? Go plug yourself. You plug your mother plugger. Uh, go plug yourself. You plug your mother plugger. Uh, go plug yourself. You plug your mother plugger. Uh, go plug yourself. It's a Walter and Keith talking on the internet. <laughs> Walter and Keith, everybody. We're doing, we're doing more than talking on the internet, Walter. We're doing... This is the first time we've done more than talk on the internet. Exactly. We're talking in front of a live studio audience, which I think really fucked us. Because I realized looking out into the crowd and seeing whatever 15, 20 people there are... Why did you instantly identify how many people... Because there? it's more people than download our podcast every week, Walter. But if they... The, all these people are if, our listeners. No one's going to download this. If they this. laughed uproariously, they might have thought it was a full room. Oh, right. <laughs> Guys, can you sound like 50, Guys, sound, 50 sound like, to 100 like, people? First of all, whoever's talking needlessly right now should shut up. <laughs> it's, they're taking drink orders, man. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Real rude, buddy. Real rude. So try your best to sound like 50 to 100 people. Now sound like 50 people right now. Go. <laughs> No, no one will ever know the difference. Now, now sound like you're 50 people simultaneously ordering a screwdriver. Can I get a screwdriver? That's vodka and orange. Uh, jokes on you. Now you actually all have to pay for a screwdriver. Rashta, you heard that, right? Rashta, 38 screwdrivers for the road. All around. All full price. All right. So while we're here, I think it's pretty uh, pretty special. We actually we started this in 2011. That doesn't. That's a silly. That's a crazy day. I wasn't even alive in 2011. <laughs> You're four. <laughs> You're four years old. I was I was under the age of majority in right. 2011. Uh, you came over to my house and you talked. <laughs> I came over to your house. <laughs> you came over to my house and you talked a lot about a book written by Lance Henriksen. Oh yeah. That's the first episode. If you guys want to go back, it's Walter talking about a book that he read. First of all, we got. Leland, Leland might chime in at some point. Oh here. yeah. What's up, Leland? <laughs> yeah. Leland, Leland came in. I want to say somewhere in the twenties with the theme song. Yeah, so twenty. Okay. Because we recorded uh, like the first in the nineteen twenties. Yeah. We recorded the first. I would say fifteen to twenty of them with a real messy Garbage. song. Garbage. And then we were like, Hey, Leland, can you record us a song? And then you he, had, what was that crap we were using before? It was the Bones Malone's <laughs> singing into oh, a dark. Oh no! I mean, uh, what was that great Bones Malone? <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> It was Bones Malone's like playing with a garbage can. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and then he fell over. And then he falls over right at the end. If you go and back you and use, listen to the... And you used that song without his permission. No, I asked yes, him. No, you didn't. I feel like I did. No, you didn't because I remember him being upset that you used oh, it. Oh, no, but it's because the B-Cast had used it. And I asked the B-Cast and they said yes, but it was a Bones track. Yeah. What was it? Hey, motherfuckers, hey, motherfuckers, hey, This is our old theme song, guys. It's not even it's a joke. And then he knocks and then, it over. And then he falls over. Yeah. yeah. We got rid of that and we got Leland instead. Guys, keep going for Leela Beckman. <laughs> the best song man in town. Mm. And, yeah, the, the Lance Henderson, I had gotten this Lance Henderson book. Lance, and a show of hands, and by show of hands, I mean scream real loud. Who, who's a fan of Lance Henriksen here in the room right now? Yeah! You got one? Does anyone, who knows who Lance Henriksen is? I've never The same guy the that's here. I've never heard of him. I don't know. He was a bishop. The oh, robot. I know. I know. He bishop the robot. He uh, lost a testicle nope. and then won the Tour de, Tour de France Tour de like five France. times. Wrong Lance. Wrong, wrong Lance. Lance. <laughs> he was a member of NSYNC. Member of no, no, still not the wrong, wrong Lance. How so. many Lance? Lance Henriksen. Who's Lance Henriksen, Walter? Just because nobody knows. He was there. Bishop the Android yes. in Alien. Yes. And uh. he, you guys remember the show Millennium? Huh? Chris. Anyone? Carter, the other Chris Carter show from the nineties. No? No. You do? Yeah? yeah? Wasn't, wasn't that a good show? Wasn't that a good wasn't show? Wasn't that show amazing? Wasn't it the best? He was also Near in the vampire Dark. film Near Dark. <laughs> I hope I hope the, our our amazing thousand dollar microphone we'll is, definitely pick that is up. picking up all these audience contributions. <laughs> so yeah, so Long story Walter short, actually read a passage Lance out of the book. I, I wish I had it right now. <laughs> I wish I would have just to go full circle to be like, now here's another this. passage for the Lance Anderson book. <laughs> so, many, so many things in my life have changed since then. You're, you got married. I got married. I got engaged. I got married again. You got married again. <laughs> you, you now have sister wives. I got si- <laughs> right. Give it fifty more episodes, and I'll be up to like wife number eight. Exactly. And in the meantime, we recorded a hundred episodes. A hundred episodes. <laughs> we did it. A hundred. One hundred canon episodes. Right. And, and like, I want to say thirty-four <laughs> bullshit episodes. Whoa! Oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit episodes is a strong word. If you guys have, if I know some of you guys probably haven't. No, heard the one show of those before. had Robert Wool on. Them. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. One of our bullshit episodes had Mick Foley on it. Yes, show of hands. Who knows who Robert Wool is? <laughs> Even less people than know who Lance. It's <laughs> a real high class podcast. Mike, Mike we have Patterson. the best guests. Mike, Mike in the back of the room. Do you know who Lance Hendrickson or Robert Wool is? I definitely know who Lance Hendrickson is. Who's right? Robert Wool? Arliss. No, Arliss from the HBO With show the Arliss. And the S's? Arliss. What? Arliss? You, yeah. remember, you remember that one shitty HBO show? All right, That's never mind. Nobody. And that. you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm just gonna. I was on that same episode when I was sick. They had like nine episodes. <laughs> hey, Walter. <laughs> I just kicked the table and everything on it. You kicked the table, which probably made a huge noise on the mic. I almost just morganed the beers. It'd over be real the... bad. Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out that you were having a yelling conversation with someone at the back. Go on. That that person could very easily be sitting up here at the front. He's literally he's a guest on the show, Walter. But Mike's only. But Mike's only on the show later. Okay, but we're, so you know, and by later I mean like three seconds. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. gonna be like, that's a pretty natural segue that you could have just invited him up here. I just want to bring up. I just want to bring up. We're gonna, like, throughout the show, ladies and gentlemen, tonight. Uh, <laughs> 
Keith and I have compiled our, our top our top our 10, greatest hits our top ten moments from the podcast history. Mm. Yeah. We'll be reliving those. <laughs> and number one, number one is the uh, Robert Wool is, is the time. Well, there's Wool. Robert Wool is also in a Batman movie. You guys. And number two is the, is first the time one. where we had Morgan O'Shea, right? Celebrated Montreal comic Morgan O'Shea <laughs> yeah. on, yeah. and uh, we had bought some fancy new equipment. No, no, no. He was the one who, who made us have to buy fancy new equipment. We had some pre-existing fancy equipment. Beer onto equipment, and like Morgan instantly spilled like in the first five beer minutes onto onto some stuff, and then he was only invited on again like three, four more times. Three, four so, more yeah. times, uh, <laughs> minimum. So uh, I mean, like, uh, let's let's. Should we just like cut to the chase and bring on our our first our first you and sick of us, only sure. major guest? Whoa! Wow! There's a couple surprises, but, right? Like, this is the book. This, this is, is book. this is the booked headline guest to a podcast. Are you being too loud? I feel like I'm screaming. No, man, I'll fix right. this. I I feel <laughs> like you're screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Leland, am I screaming? I, it sounds like you're screaming. Leland thinks it's screaming. Yeah, but we're just getting the the mics ready for Mike Patterson level. I want, I want yeah. <laughs> I do want to say there's never been a conversation I've had with Leland where he doesn't say to me, "Why are you not? <laughs> why are you why, not? Why, screaming? why are you screaming? <laughs> you want to bring up Mike? Yeah, dude. All right, let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sound like fifty to hundred people who are so excited for the, televisions in the history of this podcast. We've had a lot of great guests, and we're, right now we're bringing on possibly the best guest we've ever had. He is the best friend of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. The, the most electrifying entertainer of our generation. He's a four-time podcast champion. Mike Patterson! Excellent, Mike. Walter, I love excited. the fact that you don't understand how shows work. It's the greatest. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things about Walter. I've never Just having a conversation with him at the back Who's of the room? having a needless conversation? <laughs> we're in a it's bar. A bar we're in a bar. <laughs> Who the fuck is doing this? Who let what somebody order a drink? <laughs> and then he... He's inviting me on to <laughs> interview me and ask me questions. I'm in the back of the room. You hey, hey Mike, you know Robert Wool, and I'm like, why am I talking back here? And I'm like, <laughs> but he's the guy that goes like, uh, hey, Vicky Bale. <laughs> like in yes, the, yes, yes, yes. The real Batman movie. The first Batman film, guys. Come on, get your... Hey, Vicky, Batman. I drew this. Yeah. You want to go, go on a date, Vicky Bale? He gets to wear the Batman suit. When he dies, right? They dress him up as Batman. Am I wrong? No, you're no. That's a deleted scene. That's a deleted scene. You're thinking. You're thinking of the um, what? You're thinking of uh, Nolan Batman with the other dude. The other dude? Yeah. The guy who plays the wolf. No, this is the... Um, we're, we're, reprising, we're reprising one of my favorite segments of... Uh, of uh, Keith is wrong about where something. Where it's called, Keith is wrong about something. Where yeah. Keith yeah. says something with a lot of confidence, and I'm like, no, you're 100% wrong. Bro. And this yeah. is, and, uh, happens this is, way more than you wrong. think. Yeah. It's a segment on Go Plug Yourself called Explaining the 90s. Yes. Explaining the 90s to Keith. So, there was this decade called the 90s. It was pretty much the best. Ah, uh, you weren't what, there. What were some of the highlights? Uh, <laughs> Robert Wolf. <laughs> Arliss had like 30 seasons. Arliss had... That was going to be the best. I was like, oh man, I wish I could afford HBO so I could watch Sex Arliss. And Sex in the City was made on Arliss profits. Yeah. 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 Arliss... Yeah. I, 
This whole the whole podcast is about Robert Wolf. Yeah. Yes, but like the whole concept of like this, like the HBO show, HBO yeah. not playing movies and stuff, no. started with started Arliss. with Arliss. Like Arliss. it's one of the first like scripted yeah. HBO shows. So thank Robert Wolf for Game of Thrones. To Robert Wolf, everybody! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> So, uh, Mike, what's happening? We, I realized. My I'm, God, I'm my life is freaking crazy right now. I was gonna How say, crazy is it? Yeah, I was going to say the last time we had you on the show was another milestone. It was our fiftieth. That's amazing. So and, we, and we you had, guys have made forty nine more. Yes, that's amazing. Pointless episodes, and, and four of them were Morgan O'Shea just being too drunk. <laughs> four of them. I don't know if you know Morgan O'Shea. He's like the the if you look up hot mess. In Wikipedia, he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> he's a good-looking guy, but he's a complete mess. But a mess. He's a mess. He's like he looks good and he smokes too much and he drinks too much. <laughs> yeah. See, the waitress came up and said, and it you said wanted... it, and you communicated it silently. Yeah, yeah but, but they don't know. There's like a grandmother there. <laughs> <laughs> like she, like come on, she fought a war. She doesn't know what a war. <laughs> she doesn't know what a podcast is. What did she There's somebody here. I'm sorry. To pack shells. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. There, there might be a grandmother here who's never been to a live podcast before. So she doesn't necessarily know how to order stuff or what a podcast is. Yeah, it's going to be like, what's, what's a podcast? Guys, it's, okay. uh, it's show, the, show of hands, how many people in this room have been to a live podcast before? Oh! Yeah. oh, oh you're wrong! <laughs> Nana! You're glaring ages. <laughs> you're glaring ages and My glaring age, well, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a grandfather myself. Uh, I do find, I'm like, you don't know what a podcast is, lady. Um, okay, so it was, anyway, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> my God, and how, and, 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 and what, which podcast did you see, ma'am? She doesn't remember, because a lot of podcasts are really immemorable. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks. Well, you guys got a balloon, which makes me excited. Did you see their balloon? <laughs> it's somebody, a celebration. Somebody put 100 on that. I just want to yeah. say, I don't know if it got picked up by the mic, I don't, but... but <laughs> Your, your exchange with, with the lady that you suggested might be a grandmother was, and what live podcast have you seen before? To which her response was, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, I don't remember. Like, you've been to, like, you've been, like an FBI tribunal before. Like, you had to, like, testify against, like, a pyramid scheme or something. It's like, and then what live podcast did you see? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> to be honest, I do I do not people. recollect. I, I do like, real people. I'm always like, how's it going, Leland Beckman? How's your life? Leland, Leland, how's it going? Tell me how's your life going? Like, Le- so. wait, wait, Leland? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's wait. how his life's That's going. That's pretty fun to ask him, how's it going? Well, uh, you know, uh, bought some new stick knives. Uh, that's my Leland. To be clear, that was Mike doing Leland. Leland, can you Leland tell us about your steak knives? I just okay. want to. I want to. Well, you know, I got some new steak knives. I don't know who's talking. Ah! Ah! Shit! I closed my eyes and I was like, "Where's Leland? Leland, give us steak knives, actual Leland." Yeah, this is great. I, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, <laughs> I think a bunch of steak You're knives. You're supposed to tell us about the steak knives. I, I don't. I don't have any. You don't I, have steak knives. What? You don't have steak knives? When's your birthday, Leland? It's uh, December 30th. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. um, almost as far away as it could it just be. Passed, yeah, it just passed. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get him steak knives. in a certain through. sense, it was like a couple weeks ago. Right. But it, Yeah. But time doesn't travel backwards. Nor does it forward. But time is a what? flat circle. <laughs> time, time, is a, time is a what, Leland? Time is a, a flat circle. That's, okay. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
You're, you're prompting an applause break for a true detective reference. No. Yes. Okay, well, that's, fair. that's fair. That's fair. I thought that was more of a stick oh. reference. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Sticks? You don't know sticks? It's in the 90s. I know sticks. <laughs> it was a band. Uh, it was really great. It was Dennis DeYoung. It was amazing. Everybody really liked it. But did they Red actually sing blue. about time? Did they sing about time being a flat circle? No. Oh. They said time after time. I sit and I wait for your call. But somehow you've changed. Was it light? So was it far away. Lightfoot that does time in a bottle? N- no. That was Jim Croce. No. Oh, yes, it was. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't out in, out in 70s, 80s me. I almost disagreed, but then you I... You were like, that's not Jim Croce. Jim like, Croce was a guy with a big nose that died. Jim Croce also did... <laughs> he, uh, he had a really huge... Bad, you know bad, what I'm talking about, right? Bad, bad Leroy Brown. No? He did. There you go. He did. Yeah. And he did... Uh, I own some of those Time and Life you don't uh, mess, CDs. Yeah, you don't yeah. mess around with Jim... You know, Croce. Yeah, no, there was one called Big Bad Jim or something. Big Bad. Yeah, I don't know. You guys lost me like a hundred. Yeah, this is super boring. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, in the nineties, I was like, I want to listen to a podcast that's only two dudes just misremembering like seventies music. Like it's just not right at all. They're like, no, I think that's right. We have cell phones in our pockets, but we're not going to use them. Yeah, I'm somebody from the nineties. I didn't have a Google machine, so I really like saying a lot of bullshit. And then and nobody now call everybody you, right? just no. Now everybody calls me on it all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, that was Jim Croce. They're like, actually, no, it was this. And I'm just so like, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm curious. How how old are you? I am. <laughs> I am timeless. I am <laughs> 42 years old. 42. Okay. Deal with it, people. Deal with it. I am still in the arts. This he doesn't look doing. a day over 39. Am I Thanks. right? Yeah. Am I right? I do look 46. <laughs> I I still have like a job in the arts. And I tell jokes, and I do cartoons, and it's all crazy. Mm. Yeah, so you're, I know. This yeah, what, 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 what cartoon are you doing these days? Right like, now, I'm doing. Leland's two killing us with your questions. Man. Yeah, fuck. I'm just gonna <laughs> talk to. So anyway, Leland, uh, I'm so, actually working uh, out of uh, Sardine Studios in uh, in the old port, which is pretty great. Yeah, we ran into each other one time. Yeah, it was in pretty the morning, great. Yeah. I saw Leland at like nine o'clock in the morning when did I was going to go. Did you each like drop everything that you had in your hands and then try to help each other pick everything up that you were like holding? No. Oh no, is this mine or is this yours? And then you went to I was like, and then you went to work with Leland's lunch and then Leland no. went to work with, <laughs> with your toupee. No. no? They, buy, they buy us lunch. And Mike's a vegetarian so he's like, why is all this steak yeah. here. And there's no steak knives. Fistfuls of steaks. And no knives to cut them. And so I saw Leland. I was like, Leland Beckman, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and he said, oh, hey, uh. <laughs> hey, Mike, uh, what are you doing now? What are you doing so early? And I was like, I'm making a cartoon. He's like, oh, cool. How do you like that? And I was like, I'm going to Starbucks. You want to go to Starbucks? I don't uh, drink coffee. He doesn't. I don't. <laughs> no, I, doesn't drink I'm coffee. like, want to watch me buy some coffee? Yeah. And so, and, and <laughs> so then, uh, Mike, Mike, and then Mike's like, uh, yeah, can I have a cafe uh, grande? And uh, I'll take a, a muffin uh, de banane. <laughs> And then, uh, and then I asked Did you, you watch want, this whole thing go now? Yeah. I asked him, hey, do you want anything? And he's like, oh, no. 
I won't take anything. <laughs> that's, that's literally what happened. It's pretty cool. Did you literally just go to the cafe with him to watch him? Yeah, I, I railroad we people. Yeah, we I'm like a magnet. I bring people into my life with me. I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of the fact that you were Leland and Leland was Leland. Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was a story involving two people, but you decided to like be Freaky each other. Friday. What? <laughs> that Leland was 45 minutes late to work that day <laughs> because he watched Mike but, order food. But but Leland is like you know when you do the fox and the hare race, and then he is the turtle who's like, oh yeah, I'll get there. <laughs> Don't worry about me. And then, so I imagine he's two days late to work every so, day. Because <laughs> he's late. So in this reality, yeah. Leland is the is the sluggish turtle compared to your sprightly hair. I'm so sprightly. <laughs> right. I do have a lot of energy. Okay, you know good. this. All right. I'm, I'm just... I wanted, do. Wanted to confirm that. Okay. I'm a high energy performer so, who does energy all the time. The title of this podcast is, is Go Plug Yourself. Yes. And usually it's because you have something to plug. And now, I do. And now what I'm saying is you're saying you're, he's very quick, he's very energetic, you're, you're, you're yes. bombastic. Yes. Which maybe isn't necessarily the most obvious thing, considering that one of the things that you're plugging is your grass-fed film. Yeah, I did a documentary about cannabis. Oh. Do you guys like cannabis? Big round of applause for cannabis, you guys. Um, That's crazy. right. Um, oh, shit. It's happening. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> no, keep telling the grass fed stuff. Okay. So, um, okay. It's only funny for us. Why? You'll see, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. You'll see. You'll so, I'd, um, I'm somebody who, um, I had an injury, I had a bad back. Uh, I had a wrestling injury. Uh, we'll get to that too. I was sitting on my uh, couch watching wrestling, and I was like, <laughs> ah, my back hurts. Give me the pot. And then I called up uh, this guy named Stephen Harper. He used to be the president of right. Canada. Right. And then he flew in the pot to me. Call up your Steve H. I was like, Stephen H, brother, what are we doing about this back problem, brother? And he's like, I'll hook you up because Stephen Harper and the conservative government were so good about this. And now we got these liberal guys. I don't know what they're going to do about the medical marijuana pot thing. Conservatives traditionally I, extremely pro I have pot. no idea. So I only know about how it works out with the blue. Uh, and he sends you pot, and then I got better. And uh, Walter's so you, in it for a second. So you said, on my back, they gave you pot. Then documentarians no, no, were like, go, No, I, had to, I got, uh, no, I, they, I had to get a, a doctor. I got a doctor <laughs> over Skype. I want to say objectively, <laughs> yeah. I have the best line in the documentary. You do. You yes. have a good bro. Yeah. yeah. I got, I got, I got What's your line in the documentary? I got graciously invited to Mike Patterson's... Well, no, uh, Catherine got invited. Catherine, my wife, his got wife got invited. Walter was the plus one. Walter was the plus one. My wife got invited to Mike Patterson's wedding. Walter invited himself to the bachelor no, party. No, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's another thing. Oh, my God, that's a story right there. Walter gave it to my bachelor party, which is crazy. Yeah, and then, um, and, and then I, I almost got us all arrested. Yeah, um, one thing is, uh, I don't Watch. know if you guys, like, I don't know if there's any uh, anybody who, uh, who likes strippers here? Not me. So uh, we went to one something else. Person. Just one other person. Yeah, we didn't. Do, we didn't have a stripper um, bachelor party, so we did this thing. Actually, Leland told me about it. We respect women. We yeah. respect women. Yeah, and I respect strippers too. I respect them, but like Walter, I don't. Walter yeah. also had a stripperless bachelor. Party. No stripper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I was at your bachelor party too. I don't know how to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what to say to strippers. I'm like, I think you're pretty. Walter got real um, offensive when he thought women might be strippers. Um, no, we we're went, not. That's at, not Walter's, <laughs> at Walter's bachelor party, was at a Korean uh, barbecue? Shabu, 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 shabu. 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 
Long-time sponsor of the podcast. Long-time. Long but we were all, there was karaoke, and we went in, and there was a room full of strippers, and Mike nope. Patterson was there, and everybody was convinced that Mike Patterson, me, had hired a bunch of, did you hire all those strippers? And I'm like, no, they were just waiting to go on stage later. I the karaoke. I, like, months later, I asked you that. You did one, come up one, and one say. One time we were talking, and I was like, and I was like, I was like no. Mike, though, seriously, did you, I like. obviously <laughs> pretended they like. They were not actual, but the thing okay, was, what some of them was, were off-duty strippers. They were all off-duty, all, I, all I personally got a fully clothed <laughs> lap dance from one of these women. <laughs> yeah, so did I, though. Yeah. Fact. I got told. It was hard not to, if you sat down. I got told. You got a lap dance. I sat, I sat down a lot at this thing, and uh, I did not get one, but I, to- I was told that I could be in a real relationship with a, some girl with like a messed up face, but with like really big fake boobs, and I was like, oh, I'm already in her relationship. She's like, oh, no, you don't know, you don't understand, she is your type, and I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure my wife is my type, or my, anyway. Um, and we sang Roxy music on the sang- Walter, in Walter's defense, they kept, or like, this guy's getting married. They kept trying to give him lap dances. And then Walter really wanted to sing karaoke. So he would drunkenly get away from the lap dance and then steal the microphone away from the strippers and sing way too loud. I was going to be like, like, also, like, you have to understand that in, in this situation... Walter's not picking the song. He's just stealing the mic from whatever yeah. whatever song the stripper was singing. Like whatever Ace Britney of Spears, bullshit. Ace of Base, Christina Aguilera. Walter's like, nope, this and, is on now. And pretty much I'm like Air- Gregory Charles. <laughs> and pretty much, I'm I'm mildly famous. I will say that I'm mildly you famous. Are, you are mildly and famous. People in the nineties, in the nineties, but people thought I had actually paid for Walter to have a special surprise. And, he didn't and, pay and a dime. I didn't. I didn't pay a dime, but I didn't tell anybody <laughs> that I didn't. Right. So, so I, some people were like, "Did you make this happen?" And I would just like wink at people, and I'd be I, like, hey, you, know, I, yeah. "You know me. I got my connections with like off-duty strippers. <laughs> like I can make this happen." And dur- during this uh, bachelor party, right, I accidentally told Mike where his bachelor party was going to be. Oh yeah, fully Leland ruining the, the surprise because it was a complete surprise, yeah. and I was worried. Um, I'm from a I'm from a poor family, so I'm very worried about surprises because surprises usually mean hey, there's no Christmas. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like a surprise to surprise. me is like surprise. We don't have electricity. Why did you think um, that tradition would continue into your adulthood? I have no though? idea, but I hate your adult You're life like hanging with, out with, with your so, friends. So my best man was like, "We're going to take you on a surprise." Um, make sure you get ready. We're going to do something crazy. And uh, make sure you have a passport. And I was like, ah, no, we're going to Amsterdam. I really can't do that because I want to get married and I don't want to have syphilis. Amsterdam. I assumed Amsterdam. I really thought it was going to be Amsterdam. So I was really trying to figure out where the fuck I was going. And then uh, I was going to Walter's bachelor party. And then I know good old Leland who likes, uh, he likes marijuana and he likes and to liquor. drink too much. He likes... He can drink CC out of the bottle. It's pretty cool. Like a giant. It's, <laughs> it's a cool party trick. I don't think it's cool, but I just knew. I was just like. And he's and so this big, is, it looks like a beer bottle. And this and is like, also. Hey. I was also doing the, the, the grass fed documentary, so I had access to all this um, medical marijuana. And then I was really stoned, and I was like, I can get him. And I just asked Leland, uh, so bachelor parties are crazy. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a bachelor party of my own soon. And he's like, so, uh, 
you know what you're doing. And I'm like, yes, I do. And he's like, Albany, New York, huh? And I was like, <laughs> whoa, I'm not going to Amsterdam. And then I was really happy about that. And then I stopped Leland there. And then I did a Google search and I found out that WWE Smackdown, 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 Smackdown was playing that night <laughs> that I was supposed to have my passport. So we went to go watch wrestling. So that's 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 a, that's a logical chapter in on that. Let's 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 just put a plus let, and let's welcome our first surprise guest of the surprise evening. Surprise guest, you guys. Uh, our last guest, our ep- our guest for episode ninety nine yeah. was the one, the only, the the wonderful Mr. Guido Grasso. Yay! One of one of two one of two magical Guidos in this city. I know Guido. And we guilt tripped we uh, or specifically I guilt tripped yeah. Guido oh last time. Because Guido, Guido owns one of the best pizza places in this city, Sapori di Napoli. And tonight, Guido has brought a shit ton of pizza, ladies and gentlemen. Are you guys excited? Guido Grasso brought pizza. There's going to be a 10 minute segment on this show where we're just going to eat pizza. You get a pizza. You get a pizza. You get a pizza. pizza. You get a pizza. Everybody gets pizza. Oh my god. Guido, get on. Come here. Come here. Come here. Thank you so much, Guido. What's up? Nice to see you. It was a goof. No, no, you you did it. You you guilted me. Guido witnessed September eleventh. <laughs> FYI, yeah. Yeah. I, he was in New York. If you listen to the last episode. I uh, I discussed. We talk it. a lot about September eleventh like on the last episode. There's no laughing. Yeah, there was, <laughs> it's like the least funny episode we have. We Guido. talk about suicide bombs. We talk about pizza and the twin towers. And, yeah. Well, and one thing that the last time I saw Guido, we were at Creed together. Yes, and, you, and we cried. Because we cried. The music of Creed, like no, oh shit, Apollo. We went to see the Apollo Creed movie together. Yeah. Uh, Because if you really want to go see, like I was hanging out with um, Guido and Massimo, who are two of my favorite um, Italian people, and they're like, "Bro, you gonna see Creed? Bro, Creed tomorrow, Creed." And I was like. Can I come with you, please? And then I cried my guts out. I cried. We were crying. He ate pogos. I, did. I, I have popcorn. He makes the best pizza in the city, and he ate pogos. pogos. I had because I wanted to feel like a kid. I was watching Rocky, <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, around. I'm like, "So where are we going? A Scotia Bank? Star City? No, Cinema Guzzo. And we went to Cinema uh, Guzzo that only takes cash. Yeah, no credit cards. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know. No, that. Which one cash. you go to? Did you go to the one in uh, Marshall Central? Oh, okay. I go to the one in uh, St. Leo there, Marshall North, like yeah. when I was 16. Who screamed? Who just did that? Now that you bring up Guzzo, I actually have a, a, a bone to pick with them. Oh, man. Uh, on December 29th, I went to see The Force Awakens, the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. What a hell, it, hell, hell, hell of a movie. Great movie. Great and movie. It was, uh, it was no the, spoilers. Uh, Has everybody no seen spoilers. it? No spoilers. No spoilers? Chewbacca's sister is so hot. (laughs) Chewbacca? I couldn't believe that. Did you not see this? She's got a really hairy pussy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's played by... Wait, hold on. I got one, too. It's played by Wookiee Goldberg. Hey! 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 Hello. Okay. So quickly, I I had a bone to pick with Guso. I went to see the 945 showing, the last showing of Force Awakens on December 29th. Now, you being in the industry, you were taught... Uh, when you watch a movie, to watch till the credits roll, till the credits are done. 
Because I didn't know if... Out of respect. Out of respect for all the people that worked on the movie, where you could say, oh, look, they filmed in Iceland. Wow. They wish to thank... Oh, cool. Guido and I were in a... And maybe there's a teaser. Guido and I have been in movies together. A little Easter egg at the end. You you support everybody, and you watch all of the credits. Preferably, you say their names out loud. No, no, no. So you're just like a crazy person just sitting there reading. We watch it with Massimo. Massimo's got his jacket on. He's like... So, uh, you're gonna watch them all? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna watch them all. <laughs> so, Respect. Anyway, know? so they're at Guzo at the 945, uh, the guy uh, comes in and says, you gotta leave. And I'm like, hold on a sec, because I was the only one left in the theater. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, hold on, I'm just, give me a second. I, I'm freaking John Williams music, you know? So you're, I'm listening to it, and uh, the guy's like, well, I spoke to the manager and he thinks you gotta leave. And now Whoa. I feel like I'm... That is still the credits. And I, I feel now that... I, th- the reason you I'm paid upset for that, is man. I didn't give a fuck. It's just that now they're making me feel like I did something wrong. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a criminal here for, for my right to watch the fucking movie that I paid you, for. You paid until the logo. And I'm in the industry. So now, the logo. that was the bone I had to and pick. And he's in the industry. Yeah, and that guy. member of SAG, Aftra, Actra. <laughs> Everyone. You know? So, and, and that was upset. <laughs> that was my bone I had to pick with Guzo. I was going to talk to Barry Morgan about it or something. Oh, but yeah? I'm bringing it up right here. Good. So, uh, yeah. Because, you know, Barry Morgan, I know him because I did Mondays yeah. with him yeah. for a year. Yeah, he's he doesn't. He doesn't stay. He no, doesn't I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> Walter, what are we going to do with this pizza, man? We need to. Yeah, yeah, we're going to eat the shit out of it. We're going to find some of pizza. What kinds of pizza are there? Guido Grasso, he brought pizza. Sapporo in Napoli, near Marseille, so check it out. What? We're gonna find some plates. Oh, we're gonna find some. We're gonna get yeah, some some pictures. Plates. Thank what? you so much, Guido Grasso. Oh, this was just a, a ploy. So much pizza. So much pizza. This is the one Mike is gonna have. Right there. Hey! Yeah. Oh, with the basilic. That's my. Favorite. Oh my god. Okay, so it's uh, pancetta and uh, smoked cheese. Pancetta is like uh, uh, margarita with fresh. Rasha, mozzarella. get in on this. Get, yeah, get in on this. So and we have a plain cheese. So oh the are coming up. All right, enjoy constantly. everybody. I'm gonna go have a cigarette. <laughs> That's amazing. It's good to see you. Yeah. Nice to see you. Thanks for coming out. Big round of applause for Guido Grasso, everybody. He brought Thank you guys you so pizza. Enjoy the pizza. I'll be around. None of you had any idea that your your ten dollar ticket tonight was gonna get you. A gourmet, a bunch of pizza. delicious pizza. There's the plug. There's the shameless plug. Boom, guys. Yes. Everybody's gotta go now. Sapori like Napoli. Like near Marche Centrale. Sapori means... Leland's eating a piece right now. Leland, how is that? What are you eating right now? Which, oh which my, one did you get? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. Mamma mia. <laughs> Mamma mia. Hey. Uh, hey. Um, after we saw Creed together, Massimo and I went to Sapori to Napoli, but it was too packed for us to sit. So we had to sit in the kitchen. Shop. Like, we sat in the kitchen like... Like, like Goodfellas. Like, yeah, it was yeah. exactly like Goodfellas. Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> I'm just a I'm a Scottish Irish no culture nobody, and I got to sit in the in the in this kitchen watching like you know like CTV news you know right, like yeah. that's what they're doing. I felt like I was part of the the, with noted, the mafia. With noted Italian, I felt like I was in the mafia with noted Italian broadcaster Matsumi Takahashi. Yes, exactly. Did you guys did like you guys did you guys walk in and go like straight to the back? Like you were we like went, oh it's crowded. We went straight we're gonna go to the right back. to the back. Yeah, we went straight we're to the back. Were they uh, coats in the freezer? And then uh, Guido's mom was working there. And her, his dad, but his dad, uh, neither of them spoke any English or know, French, yeah. just Italian. And they were like, and I was like, I respect your <laughs> culture. Can I please eat this pizza? I really enjoy this pizza. And uh, it's a great thing. It's, uh, it's a heck of a deal. <laughs> One more time for Guido Grazzo and uh, pizza. 
And uh, let's bring up. I, I hired him to do a. To bring uh, pizza? I did a high school in Laval. Did you pay for all the pizza no. like you paid for the no. strippers? No, I hired him to do Man, comedy. Man, you're benevolent as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I did, I did this. I did this. No, this is like when I got all the strippers, but I didn't do anything. I didn't even know that Queen was going to be here. Queen was my friend. I got him to do comedy at a Laval high school. He did half of it in Italian. And it was hilarious because, like, he was like, "I did." You ever notice that when uh, and they're like, and then you can you the whole Laval, you can look up was going crazy. Look up Guido Grasso on YouTube, and that's like it's pretty much. If you don't speak Italian, he like he he does most of his setups in English, and then punchline in Italian, and people die. And I'm like, I only got the setup. It looks like a crazy clown thing to people that look like Keith. Right? Like, you know, people that are just, like, like, white guys are just, like, what is happening? To me, it sounded like, to me, it sounds like if you don't speak Italian, then Guido Grasso just an R2-D2 impression. (laughs) (laughs) And, hey, Force Awakens, man, that BB-8. What a film. He can move, man. You know? BB-8. BB-8 can fucking move. (laughs) BB-8 for life. BB-8 is the best. I've I've seen it three times now. The second time, I really appreciated BB-8. And then, uh, first time, the, the didn't notice time. him. Second time, no, no, I really know, I, appreciated I, I, know, I noticed him, but I was watching Finn more. Right. Uh, the second time, I was like, oh my god, this, 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 this cat can move. He's just got a ball. He's in like, you know, jungle. He's in uh, a desert. He's got like a little like thumbs up, little, uh, like arc lighter. He can thing. shoot the, 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 the yeah, that's just, yeah, just the cables out of this thing. Oh man, it was, it was killer. What a okay. killer movie. What a great movie. J.J. Abrams is awesome. This woman is yawning. I'm saying Star Wars. Fam- I'm like Star Wars she was, and really changed. She's like, oh, <laughs> you like it? Okay, let's go. I'm married. She was yawning at the, uh, at no, the second okay. act of the film Cloverfield. Oh, Cloverfield. I like Cloverfield. Yeah, but you know the they're making. Act, I like. They're making Cloverfield. I know it looks too, real right? good. I know. Are they making Cloverfield? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a spiritual success. I was yeah. like, I'm from the '90s, and I did make some films. Sorry, sorry, Scott. Yeah. Hold, hold on. Do we just have our front row audience members say Cloverfield is the worst? No, I said comedy is the worst. Oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's pretty hard. Comedy, said is, comedy is the worst. Which, uh, Why? Yeah. Uh, here's what's going to happen right now. Well, it, look at what he's watching. In the <laughs> if, there wasn't, if there wasn't five free pizzas, this would be the worst four. show of all time. Oh, only four. 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 Sorry. Grasso cheaped out. Uh, <laughs> no. We love you, Guido. Seriously. Would you guys, Walter's the worst. Would you guys like to have another musical act up right now? Would you guys like to have a musical act right now? I feel if you don't have a pizza in your hand, now would be a really good time to get a pizza also. Like, we mean it. If you want pizza, get pizza. Go get pizza, seriously. Uh, this act right now, coming up, uh, you've met him. I've met him many times. We were I've at, seen we were at my bachelor party together. Um, he, he's a friend of the podcast. Yep. And um, he's, he's uh, a, the, the, the front man of the BCASA, the B-Casa. Yeah. He's, he's transitioning the, the, into... The, the, the name redacted Anarchist Society of America. Right. And can you now say that name? No, we're because not allowed to say that name. Wow. Still be Casa. Guess he was what? in the Casa. And, uh, and now he's here uh, to join us. And he's launching a new career as a children's entertainer, a, children's author, a prolific children's author. And oh, it's a musician. Children's musician. Uh, but more, more than anything else, I'm proud to call this man my brother in law. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Raz, Walter's just gonna leave. 
Nick was actually Walter's best man at his wedding, you guys. So when he when he met his wife, he also met his best man. Like, think about think about how great that worked out for Walter. He was like, I don't have a best friend, and I don't and I don't have a girlfriend. So I'm gonna get a girlfriend and a best friend, same family, brother and sister. Just nailed it. Just to give you an idea, what it's like to have, uh, be Walter's best man is uh, <laughs> what that entails is uh, you basically um, take him out to sushi, and then you make sure he doesn't forget his N64. <laughs> Walter, he, Walter needs to play Goldeneye about four minutes oh, before. Like you know how like if walks down the aisle. Most people have like if you're like oh I want to like play like a portable gaming system. I'll have like a Game Boy no, or he, like he, a PSP. Oh. Walter has a tiny television. And an we, N64. We the TV. And he, I, I heard it. And he brings it everywhere, including to his own wedding. He's like, well, just set up the N64 in the back room and we can play I, N64. I heard M64 and I thought that was like a, a loaded machine gun. And I'm like, that's crazy. So, uh, Nick, I guess you, you have an acoustic guitar, so you don't yeah. need anything to plug in. Oh, it's just you have your, your lyrics. Yeah, that's it. I have lyrics because the song, uh, the song if you guys can indulge and pretend that you're... Uh, five or six years old, okay. and uh, you got crayons all over your hands. You should be, it should be easy because you're super excited because you got pizza. Yeah, we got and when your mom is just sort of like, I'm too lazy to make dinner, Dude. which I would slave over for like an hour, we're going to order pizza instead. You're like, yay! And like diminishing any work that your mom usually does on dinner and just being like, pizza. And the, and the reason having the lyrics helps with this is because the song is called Opposite Day. And... Uh, if I don't have the words, all of a sudden I'm saying, oh, the, the cat goes meow, where that's wrong, and the cat goes woof. Shit. Day. So, this is, you'll get the gist of it. <laughs> so, uh, here we go. Do you know of opposite day, the world's most wacky holiday? Because life goes the opposite way. On opposite day The cows go neigh The horses moo The skies turn green The grass grows blue You become me And I become you On opposite day It makes no sense You insist Well, maybe so But think of this All sadness turns to happiness On opposite day Breathe in water, drink the air, we sit in beds and sleep in chairs. We comb our teeth and floss our hair on opposite day. Pick up the phone and say goodbye, then end the call by saying hi. My dad's a girl, my mom's a guy on opposite day. But all your fears become alright The bads turn good, the wrongs turn right The class and crude become polite On opposite day On opposite day, let it be known That doggies purr and cats chew bones We ring on doors and knock on phones On opposite day <laughs> I smile when sad and cry when glad I kiss and hug when I am mad Kids boss around their moms and dads On opposite day The tides do change on opposite day Where bullies hug and soldiers play Sometimes I wish that every day Was opposite day <laughs> 
I'm sorry, kids, I've done you wrong. I've messed up this entire song. Not opposite day, no, that's not right. It's really opposite night. Congrats! I just want to say that was the, the most wholesome thing we've ever had in the show. <laughs> that was the least filthy, uh, non... That was the motherfucking best goddamn <laughs> children's song we've ever had in the show. It, it, it so. must be Opposite Day because I'm soft right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually good because on Opposite Day, that's pretty good because you could actually make tea out of um, that soft penis. On opposite day. Okay, wow. <laughs> wow. Well, Leland's penis is really soft. We're, that's we're, when we're you know you can make a nice tea. I love how, I love how this is dope. Day. Love yourself. So, by the way, you can hire a children's songwriter. Yeah, fuck. fuck. <laughs> uh, we'll but, boil up some water and boil Leland's dick. Since you're here. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm not a children's performer. Is that, when does, I, does, I, anyone, does anyone here... Are you doing cartoons? Yeah, I am doing cartoons. children's performer. Yeah, I am. Does anyone here actually work with children? I do. Anyone? I signed a morality clause. No, can you? you can not. you? Is in, there uh, any way you yeah, can book in, Nick? Uh, in... She works in the school system, man. There we go. Cool. We just got Nick Raz a booking. Everybody, yes. <laughs> go plug yourself. Go finally plug worked. Happened. <laughs> it's it's going gonna be a huge step moving on from crappy Thursday night podcast. To Shit. Can you, can you, can you work the big with Leela? Can, can, can you do a partnership with Leela? What are the? Uh, I've actually I've actually chatted with Leela. I'm working on a. On another track uh, for kids, but it's it's a doo-wop, and uh, Leland's gonna sing along with me. Uh, we're not doing this tonight. I've already chatted with Leland, but he's promised me he's, when we actually do this, gonna what are the make other, it not sound dirty. What are the <laughs> other names of your children's songs? Uh, there's Laundry Town, which is uh, <laughs> a, about a town made of laundry. That's awesome. There's uh, the uh, the Sea Monsters Bath, which is about a, a giant Godzilla-like sea creature who who just bathes in the ocean, and everyone. Cloverfield too. Everyone gives him flat because he's a monster, but he just wants to scrub a dub dub, you know. So. Oh, that's cool. Because yeah. that, that, that 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 song initially scares me, but then reassures me. <laughs> I'm six years old, by the way. <laughs> I'm like monsters bath. There's monsters in the bath. Oh no, it's just a monster that wants to I can never bath. bathe Thank again. God. Okay, yeah, I know. I can't go with the bathtub now. There's bath monsters. Okay, I just want to say that you know the first time that I listened to Opposite Day. Um, I was there, there was a part of that song that upset me because I feel like there is an upsetting sort of conclusion in that song. I think one of your lyrics is all all sadness becomes happiness oh, or something like that. I'm so glad it wasn't dads can be moms and moms can be dads. Well, that, I, mean, I, I feel really like bad. there's a gender issue in okay. that thing. No, I, I love mean, the like, gender issue. Like Kids no. gotta know. Subscribe to heteronormative, you know, no. ideals. Of Act heteronormative. Normative. I am against heteronormative. No, I am. But no, but what really upsets me is that is the insinuation okay, of that good. song that in, in Opposite Day, all happy feelings would turn to sadness. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't say that in the lyrics, so kids don't think about it, Walter. It's suggested. Yeah, but, but only, <laughs> only, only Walter's messed up mind would go that to that and just fill yourself up with pizza. You're like... Yeah, but you... you, you but or, you have a, you have a or, point, or too. What if a kid empty comes up yourself to you? with pizza because it's opposite day. Oh! I now our nope. our pencils. I don't think we should be hiding things per se from from children. I mean, like if, if a kid were to go to me and ask questions, you know, okay, hold on. If you wait, but them. if you're gonna go by Walter's reasoning, 
Because death would be life, and life would be life death. Would be death. Zombies. Zombies. Zombies on opposite on days. days. Don't worry, that's in the pile of graves. On opposite days. I write about nine pages of lyrics and I scrap all the pages. <laughs> all right, yeah. No. You're like the devil's so, in heaven and God's in hell, and everyone's like, "Why? Why is this a lyric?" Junkies. And all the angels will ring that bell. <laughs> on opposite day, people with addiction problems don't have them. On opposite day. <laughs> you can take as much work. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, keep it going for Nick Rags. I'm really having a good time. This is really fun. All right. And now, and now, let's let's. Am I gonna plug myself? Yeah. Oh no, no. Let's get a plug in. Let's plug. But like, let's also backpedal back to when I almost. Oh, we didn't even fucked up. Fucked over you. I almost fucked over you. We almost covered the trains. Now, American. Remember that I had a. I had to bring my passport. To my bachelor party. Remember, I had to bring my passport. If, if Your best man told you. My best man told me to bring a passport to my bachelor party because we were going across the border, brothers. And then Walter was uh, there was a van with seven people in it, like my old roommate, my brother, one of my other brothers didn't make it. Walter, Tim Rabnett, there was Ryan Wilmer. Five people. It was five people. <laughs> No, I think it was. Oh, maybe it was five. It was, was it five. <laughs> you no, named like it ten. Was six. It was six. What, it was yeah, six it was, or seven. It, it wasn't yet. Anyway, so Walter was coming, and Walter was like, uh, "Do you need some bourbon?" And uh, it was great. But everybody basically, uh, Tim Rabnett is like my best man and best friend, and he really likes games. <laughs> so he's like, "It's a three and a half, four hour drive." Tim organized before games. Yeah, tried to organize everybody to have a thing to do in the car ride. 45 minutes. <laughs> you have 45 minutes to do whatever you want in the van ride to WWE SmackDown. And you can inflict it on the rest of the people. And, you ha- and everybody just has to go with it. And um, wow. and then somebody, like my brother told stuff about me. My roommate told me about really the nice. time that we had a threesome and I couldn't get it up. Uh, which is like, uh, really Mike, but it's weird. Mike, that wasn't the story he told. He told that story. No, Mike, Mike, that was <laughs> no but I was like, I was actually kind of happy. You're telling it now. Mike, that Mike, story he told. I don't want to meet a threesome with my roommate. And anyway, now that actually came out. I was like, oh no, I actually look good. Because I couldn't, yeah, I don't want to be in a fucking threesome. Anyway, threesomes, threesomes are overrated. Right, bro? Right, bro? I want to thank Bobby from Supernatural for sitting in the front row. Um, thank you for taking care of those brothers that entire time. I'm glad he's just a ghost. I'm the only one that can see them. Uh, so terrible. Anyway, um, so, so Walter had info packs. Walter had folders. And Walter went first. So they said, uh, Walter, you're the youngest person in this van. I was. Why don't you go first? And Walter said, okay, I've uh, made I a 45 really minute. I was eager to uh, go first. Yeah. Were you? Oh, yeah. Did you ask to go first? I was, I was kind of like, I was, I was chomping at the bit. That was amazing. Because mm-hmm. they said, Walter, go first. And I was like, all right, what does Walter have to bring to the table? He said, I've uh, prepared a 45-minute uh, presentation information on packets. information packets. Yeah, I said he had information packets. packets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he handed out Everybody got the slide. All six of us got an information packet. And it said, the, the correlation between the Illuminati and the World Wrestling Entertainment <laughs> Organization, right? So there's a picture of a triangle with an eye in it. And a picture of Vince McMahon, right? <laughs> and then we're going through this, and I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a great four hours. 
And then we went through and Walter. I just talked about properly. So like a half hour later, we were at the border. Yeah, yeah, we're at the border, and they go. Um, and Tim is the worst at, at border <laughs> can, crossing. Can you just just I, like for my own edification? Yeah. What what are just like name one correlation? Like to put us in the right mindset. Like the so, you're gonna tell us like what's the, new the world correlations order? that you're like the you're, new world you're over forty five minutes at this point. You're still talking about. The Illuminati. And He's Vince talking McMahon. about reptilians. We're talking about uh, it was mostly the, the, the Masons. Click. It was mostly the Click and the New World Order and a lot of the like the, the hand signals, signal, special hand symbols. Okay, special hand symbol. The, new, the fact that the New World Order exists within the parameters of professional. Okay, you know, and maybe maybe the New World Order. <laughs> maybe the New World Order that happened was sent to WCW to take over to, all of wrestling to you, to in order yes. to take over exactly. the world. I actually really enjoyed the uh, the, uh, the. It made a lot of sense. I made a lot of sense for Walter. Yes. I want, how long did you take to prepare it? Oh, it was like mo- more it than was, a school assignment? No, I was mostly copying and pasting. Off, oh, okay. Like, off the, uh, and he yeah. worked at a at a newspaper, so he just so had I, access unlimited to a access to a printer. Yeah, he had <laughs> unlimited access to a printer in 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 uh, in whatever. What, what is it? Um, the suburban. No, I was going to say I was going to say the suburban, but wherever that is, wherever the suburban, the west, Bill Sailor Bill Sailor the west. Okay. Yeah, anyway, I the west north. These uh, so we had a lot. Of, it looked very good. But imagine, anyway, it didn't. but so, imagine if you had, like, so, you went to a copy shop, being like, I need to print out six copies of my painstaking research <laughs> of the Illuminati. Forty-five pages of that. That's like the worst thing for a cop, print copy. So anyway, Tim is a terrible liar and a terrible um, border. Tr- he just. Can't cross the border without like they were like, what's the reason for you coming to the states? And he's like, we well, are going. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we're gonna go watch uh, some, some wrestling. wrestling. I don't know what you know what <laughs> wrestling is. Wrestling, it's a lot of naked men <laughs> wrestling each, other, each other, up. other up and touching each other because my friend is getting married. It's a bachelor party, and so we're gonna watch a lot of sweaty men fight each other. And then uh, they said, you've been selected for a random search. Could you pull over and then leave the car and go to this holding area? So we leave the car, go to the holding area, in which we realize we have left six info packs that say the Illuminati and the WWE. So they have to go into this van and go, oh my God, these, the, these men are virgins. These are horrible, horrible virgins. Who have never had sex? All you guys are all you guys are just chilling out of the couch, waiting, waiting for waiting to be frisked or whatever. And I'm just like standing in the window, being like, "This is <laughs> this is not my first rodeo, I right?" So, the information <laughs> ridiculous. That actually happened. That's a true story. Did they did they ask any questions about they it? They asked no questions. They just they just kept rolling with if versions. You see, if you see six info packs, you're like, these guys are fucking losers. <laughs> these guys are ultra losers. I feel I feel the fact that they didn't ask questions though means that I was on to the truth. And the, and they saw the baggage and they were like, This fucking guy knows, let's just send him through. You like, didn't think that would make them just disappear you? I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. Maybe well they yeah, they'll they'll do it eventually. Yeah, but there's there's a whole thing when you see something. Like else. when this guy gets to a hundred podcasts, we're taking him out. <laughs> shit, they're busting in we're right taking, now. Oh shit. So but I think there's also something when you find something that you're not really like supposed to see, but it's kinda harmless to yeah. so ignore it. I just want to tell a quick story about my fiance. <laughs> she You're fiancéed up? Yeah, man. Right, man. Boom. It happened. Wait, do you have a thumb ring? Is that? I've always had a thumb ring, though. That's, okay, not, that's, not, that's not, not a wedding thing. It's gonna. Okay, it's not a wedding thumb right ring. Here. Okay, God, because if so you, you know, at some point, my God, if you had a wedding thumb ring, that would be the worst. <laughs> okay, anyway. my fiance. All of a sudden, I'm hanging out in Texas last weekend, and she texts me saying, 
oh my god, I just texted your dad a whole bunch. And I'm like, I'm like, what did you text him? And she copy pasted it and it said like the words cry, 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 like spelled out. <laughs> then like cry face emoticon, cry face emoticon, cry face emoticon. Oh my god, this fucking movie, puke, puke, puke. <laughs> and then I'm like, did he reply? And she's like, nope. And I, I spoke to my dad. He hasn't brought it up. He never replied to her. He never. I, just, I feel that he got it and was like, this is not for me. And then just like sent it away. I thought it was like a... And I think that maybe the border guards did the same thing to Walter's packets. They were like, this is harmless. What happened? And not Why for me. Why were you texting his dad? Because she had just texted him and then she wanted to switch over to text me, but I guess she just texted like last person. And what movie was making you cry and cry, puke? Cry, 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 puke, puke, puke. Forrest Gump. Was it Forrest Gump? Fault in Our Stars. Ah, yeah. I'm why, would you, why, why would you watch that on your own? But you're not 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. But yeah, I think there's a thing. When you find like when you find something that's just, you're like, this isn't for me, but it's basically harmless, fuck it. <laughs> I've not seen The Fault in Our Stars. Guys, guys, I feel like you've lost control of the of the crowd. We right? have lost. Guys, it's because we addressed the crowd. Is this, are you guys all in a pizza coma? Are you guys enjoying your pizza? <laughs> Okay, I feel the only way to get to, to sort of regain control is to bring on one of our craziest guests of all time. Exactly. It's another big surprise. High, high energy. High energy. Crazy manic. His goddamn mind. Comedian. He's oh my right god, now. are you are you bringing up who I'm thinking of? This guy oh, I literally think you know. like if you bring up if you have a level to ten, this guy is four hundred and sixty. He's busted every knob in the building. Every fucking knob. You better turn these microphones down. Way down, brothers. way down. Ladies and gentlemen, lose your fucking minds. For the fucking craziest act of insanity, ladies exactly. and gentlemen, Michael J. Carazza, everybody. Mike Carazza! Audience members have heart attacks when they see him, right? Giddy up, oh. giddy up. You have to sign a Two sign people a just have to be carted out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hi, hi, thanks for, thanks for having me. Hey, Mike. Mike, uh, Mike, do that thing, uh, do the, uh, the truffle shuffle thing. Oh, uh, I I just figured because it's the hundredth episode. No, no, no. I do, 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 the, do the do the crazy. Yeah, but you have thing. like a bit where you take like a big mouth sign and you do make the, it talk. Do the yeah. thing. Do the thing where you go crazy. And stuff. Yeah. Oh well, I figured because it's the hundredth episode, I'd actually just be myself. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck that. Do the. Like um, when you lie on the stage and run in a circle, like mm, do the uh, do the thing. Do the thing where you're like fucking zane shit. I kind of just brought some poetry. No, no, no. Fuck that. No, no, man. Do the. Um, Dude, it's no, got no, a musical no, no, nobody wants to hear that shit, man. Like, do the uh, do the thing where you like flip over the tables and stuff. Well, I mean, I would, I would normally, but this this isn't what I had planned today. I didn't do my stretches. It's really not professional for me to like just jump into it right away. Uh, see, I, Mike, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to disappoint Mike, you. Mike, that's what I'm talking about. You see, like these millennials come on and okay. they don't want to like really bust out like any of their like. If I had, if I was that guy's age, oh my god, I would be <laughs> that, that table to that table to <laughs> that table. To that table. <laughs> Right in the pizza? No, you wouldn't. We had to stop Mike Patterson from jumping over the tables when he got here. We made him sign times. a paper. I was like, am I going to be able to jump into Morality those pizzas? <laughs> we, I just signed a rider not to jump into Guido's pizzas. You know, I'm like, there's a whole bit of pizza, brother. Pizza and the other thing is you can have pizza and actually... Like, you can make yourself into, like, a pizza man mm-hmm. out of that much pizza, and then people can come by and just eat my carazza See, made I've out done, of pizza. I've done that before. My, my carazza. You have? My carazza. You, you have a pizza man bit? I was. I would have done that tonight had I known that there was a pizza situation and you wanted high energy. I just really thought tonight's the night where I, I plug myself. No. Okay. As a no. no, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear just, him out. So uh, he wants to, like... If I'm not mistaken... I'm not a performer tonight. I'm just... You You're know, just Mike. I'm your buddy. I'm a guy... 
Okay. You know, so I just so I, I guess. I mean, uh, do you want me to perform? Because like I, I mean that. that give would us, give us, give us ninety seconds of poetry. Ninety seconds of poetry. Well, I'm gonna prepare the music that I that I uh, made for okay. it. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, so remember, guys, Mike is crazy. Mike is crazy. And this is gonna be intense. Like this is gonna be like blasting death metal with Mike screaming. He oh, might take a stick of butter and just rub it all over himself. It's just a small soundscape. It's oh. uh, it's it's kind of just like a hip hoppy beat. Where uh, okay, let's just go with it. You guys hear that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Wind. It's everywhere. Even when you don't think it's there. It's just fact. would just rather that not be the case. We'd rather be wind so we could be infinite. 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 Mikey Cuckoo Karatsa! Thank you, thank you for letting, having me. My favorite part of that was uh, while Mike was doing that, uh, Ian Campbell stuck his head in the window. <laughs> and was just, like, his face was this, like. <laughs> like These people are watching what? what? Whoa, what's happening? I think that was the old Walters doing a good job face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Oh, no. That was really great. That was really great. I really was like, I have 2010 vision. I've got really good vision, so I can see all in the back. Like, I can see when people talk in the back of the room at comedy shows, which is one of my superpowers. Do you know this? Okay. I can be on stage when comedians talk in the back of the room. I can see them. It's the fucking craziest, because all comedians just talk in the back of the room. It's wild. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Do you guys know comedy? This happens. This happens at comedy shows Mike. all the time. Comedians that aren't on shows just show up and they're like, blah, 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 and then they just talk. Mike, have you, ever, have you ever considered that they only talk during your shows? No. Because uh, <laughs> I'm also in the back, too. I, no, I, I know you are. I talk during everybody's shows. Specifically during Mike's, though. But you also no, laugh no, really loud. I laugh a lot. You know, periodically yeah. I'll just stick my head out in my conversation and laugh, let them know that they're being supported. Uh, but that actually doesn't help. You know that, right? My laugh? When you laugh yourself to somebody that you know the jokes of, it doesn't help them. Oh. Did you yeah, not know that? This is like that? behind the uh, curtain. This is actually comedy. true. Like, I was doing a show where uh, Mike Ward was headlining at some club, and somebody kept going, Woo! Uh, Woo! Woo! To was him. It you? And then, no, it wasn't him. Oh, it wasn't yeah, you, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't me. Okay. No, God, I was just like, You're oh. in the back. Woo! And then they had to, like, stop to, like, talk to this woo. Oh. And then go back to the thing. So that's no, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying, for instance, 
like I will pay attention to a bit. Right. And engage with how And I then laugh loud enough so the comedian that's on stage knows that you personally are laughing. Yeah, but I don't think he can <laughs> help himself. Okay, don't do that. No. Okay. Okay, no. good. Okay, good. It's just not yeah. my okay. fault. Okay. You, know yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, Like some people go, ha 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 I'm laughing. I have a laugh like Fran Drescher, so I have to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Garanz, everybody! Am I not on the rest of the show? I was gonna let him plug a thing. Yeah, I've got stuff to plug. Come on, Walter. With your mouth full, you're like, play him off. I mean, I need to. He's got a conversation with Ian Campbell. I get out of here. Yeah, I've got a long discussion I have with Ian about. Please book me here again. Okay, but but what do you have to plug? I have a lot to plug, actually. Let's not. Yeah. Right. Um, I have a monthly. Mike Carazza, everybody. Come on, come on, get it in, Mike. Get it, get it, real quick. I have a monthly variety. <laughs> Walters is. I have a monthly variety show that happens two, at Theater St. Catherine. Three, four, February twentieth is the next two, one, two, and then also I'm I have my one man show in the Fringe called Talk Show Circuit, where you host a talk show that I'm a guest on. So thank you very much for my career. I'll also be made of pizza. <laughs> Mike, Mike. Yeah, what's up? Oh, I'm sorry. No, our other guest is also Mike. What? Whoa. That was almost a disaster, buddy. Hey, it's man, all okay. You called me. You almost... No, my name's Mike, too. Wait. Like the sequel? Did you, I'm, the, I'm Mike as well. You almost owe shade. Um, that's what all is <laughs> when, you ru- when you ruin some of Keith's equipment. Mike, I just want to... Uh, <laughs> it's called O'Shade. We're, we're back now with Mike Patterson, everybody, for the rest of the uh, uh, 180 minutes. Yep. This is going to be the longest podcast of all time? Probably. Um, that was great. Mike is great. We're back with you, Mike. Great. Hey, so, something sounds weird now. Yeah, yeah Mike fucked this um, up real bad. I have no idea um, how to fix it. We're just going to keep going. It cool. shows up cool in my thing. So it's I'm good. feeding back right now. Mike, we're feeding God back. God damn it, Mike. What? You we're fucked feeding up the back mics. now. Mike? <laughs> what part of... I'm working the door too, you <laughs> It's fine. Do you guys mind the hiss? Like, we're... Whoa, don't do that. What happened? Don't touch a thing, Mike. Don't touch anything. This is all good. I told you to Nobody touch Nobody told you to touch the thing, Mike! What is happening? Be cool, Mike, for once! No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're, it's fine. we're killing it, guys. Okay. So, okay, I we're, we're back with Mike. Now, Mike, now, yes. you, have you plugged a single thing yet? I don't think I have. Grass-fed. Yeah, the movie, you can buy it on iTunes for three bucks. And I did a scene, and uh, can we, we didn't even plug the name of the director, Ezra. Ezra so- Swiferman. Ezra Swiferman. Yeah, wonderful man. He made a cool movie about a guy who uh, hurt his back, <laughs> wrestling, and then got a lot of uh, marijuana. And he also, did, he also did the Cosmos movie. Yes, he did. You guys, He's you guys, done a lot of other things, too. Is anyone eating at Cosmos in the guy, the guy who made the documentary about Mike also made the documentary about Cosmos. Uh, Greece, the man of Greece. Man of Greece. Man of Greece. I think it was. I think I believe it's called Grease Fed. No, no, no. It's but he has also like he produced a show on CBC Radio. He's done like a lot of other, a lot, a lot of stuff. Cool. He's but, a good guy. And then, and this is a guy because like we were on a, a, a bio resort, an eco resort in Mexico. Yes. And Ezra, the director, only showed up. Like two or three days after everybody else was there in Mexico, yeah, and and I remember uh, Mike's wife Monica telling me that when Ezra showed up, you guys went to go meet Ezra, 
And he was in the middle of a half-hour conversation with, with a, mule, a burrow, with a with a, <laughs> with mule, a burrow with a donkey. Mule. He was like and, talking uh, to a. It's a yeah. it's a cannabis documentary. Yes, and the man uh, was, no, was like, but he was like really. Like, this is really. He was wearing a lot of hemp clothing, <laughs> and he his, um, his hemp wardrobe puts Woody Harrelson's hemp wardrobe to shame. Yes, and he just talking to a donkey. He was just talking to a goddamn donkey. Yeah, like nobody else around. Well, there was Mike. <laughs> No, there was like, yeah, there was other people. But I was busy getting married right. at an eco-resort. An eco-resort is where you care about the environment. So where can you get this movie, though? If we're all... iTunes, you can buy it. It's on the CBC Doc Channel once every uh, month and a half or something. Okay. But if you really want to watch it, it's three bucks because the Doc Channel is not in high def. And this uh, film was made in high def, so it's three bucks. You get to watch how to get uh, medical marijuana. So, I don't know. If you want to figure out how to, get how to get legal it. marijuana, you can watch this movie in Big Canada, applause and I'll show you how. Who medical marijuana. You Who has a problem getting medical marijuana right now? Mike Carazza. Who Karatza. wants medical marijuana right now? Really? Liars. You're all liars. You're I mean, all like, I, I always, if someone was like, oh, like you go to the doctor and they're like, I have a headache. He's like, you could take two Tylenol or a medical marijuana pass. The way everybody's, you guys would say Everybody's marijuana. been in an accident. Everybody has anxiety. Everybody goes to uh, the doctor and they prescribe them all kinds of crazy pills. Uh, it's the way my take is you get crazy pills and you got uh, a prescription for this. You can go to like Sante Cannabis or Medical Marijuana Services and you can actually take these crazy prescription and turn it into a legal, a legal prescription for marijuana, which does the exact same thing Le- as those legal, legal marijuana. What Le- you got right now is you have a bunch of pills marijuana. going into your body yeah. that aren't necessarily good for you. Yeah. What you want is something that comes right down that's legal. legal. What I'm talking about is the thing that comes from a plant. Yeah. yeah. Now the macho man only wants things that come out of a plant. Macho cannabis. And the only way you can get this Running is through wild. cannabis. So it's actually a real thing. Um, so it's a, it's a cool thing. And uh, yeah. And uh, it's pretty neat. Uh, but you don't actually... like. I know we all smoke weed. Pretty much we're Canada. Um, so... <laughs> You just do it, and instead of uh, giving money to the cartels, you give money to the person that really deserves the the money, Stephen Harper. Because Stephen not, Harper, Harper it's not car, it's not Harper. I get it. Oh, now we're giving it? it to Trudeau's. Guy. Also, oh. Trudeau's getting all that money. That kid. Yeah. Also, yeah. that kid is getting all my weed. We're getting all your pot money. Ah, which, which cartels are we talking which about? Which cartels? The, 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 I the saw Narcos. In, yeah, I did not see Narcos. Like, are we talking like Escobar still? Yeah, Escobar yeah. gets all of it. Still, Escobar oh, still gets mm-hmm. it, man. God damn it! I got something I I want to plug before the show wraps up. Is it your? We have Is it your source? No, uh, <laughs> my sore. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought his sores. I want to plug my sores. I got a sore near my liver. Leland, plug away. Sores? Well, right here in this very venue, the Comedy Works. Is it the Comedy Works or just Comedy, comedy Works? There's no the. Uh, I there, prefer. Man. I prefer Sans the the. Yeah, no definite articles. Uh, so I got a show called The Dirty Show. Oh. Right here. <laughs> So this is a show that doesn't matter if you show up, you've taken a shower. Doesn't matter if you got like you know clothes two days. Doesn't like, matter if you in laundry. shit three times that day. Exactly. Yeah. We got what? It. Oh, thanks, Rasha. Rasha Kruger, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Rasha Kruger. This is this is what I'm talking about. You guys want shots? You guys want whiskey shots? Yeah. Whiskey, no. shots? whiskey shots? No. No. Four, four times. Yeah. I'm 43 right. years old. I can't Rasha, do shots. We're all no. 43 years old. Can I have old. like um? Can I have like a right. shot of cranberry juice? <laughs> or uh? Or grapefruit juice? Good guy. 
No. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I don't do shots. My wife. You know My wife will let me do shots. I'll do cranberry juice. I'll. Monica Patterson, Mike Michael Patterson is not doing shots. I gotta get on a train to Toronto at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, tomorrow. the whiskey train. Am I right? Oh! Four more times. <laughs> Four more times. All right, Leland. Leland, when's the dirty show? Say. When's the dirty show? Dirty show. I'm bu- I'm plugging myself. Dirty show, February nineteenth, ten thirty p.m. That's the best day in February of all. Right. Check it out on the Comedy Works website. And I've tried to get Mike Patterson on like twice, and he's, he's he, both times he's like, "Oh, sorry, brother, uh, someone's actually paying me." Really <laughs> <money."> uh, <laughs> I'm a minimum. <laughs> I gotta cancel, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need at least this amount. It's but terrible. this time, uh, but I would. I and plus, I'm a PG fucking dude. No, I got dirty shit. Everybody's got dirty. <laughs> you just Everybody's like locked yourself into I, a corner. Well, I am a PG fucking dude. Like, I'm a PG fucking dude. Then he bailed on the sentence. And he's like, nah, I got dirty shit. Nah. I'll have the full band with me. I got Morgan O'Shea. He's going to ruin things. The band was amazing last time. But I want to say, like, he had a band all set up in the corner right in the room here. That's amazing. And it was fucking great. Like, That's great. Yeah, That's it was, great. That's great. It was so good. Uh, it was so good that, like, it almost drowned out the quality of his jokes. Like, the, ah. the musicianship. Could you not so hear the jokes coming through? No, you no, could no. hear the jokes, but people were they so just were enraptured. They were into the, they were into the jam. Enraptured with you have a trumpet player? You got a... Uh, saxophone. Saxophone. Thank you for clarifying what the trumpet player does. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a... We need to, to fix we're, something. What? We need to fix something. So, uh, on our show, we do a segment at the end of every single episode where we do five questions. Typically, it's... Three questions that are the same to every guest. Then the fourth question is the question asked by the previous guest. And the fifth question is a question that you come up with yourself asking our guest into the future. It's needlessly convoluted. Uh, but I like it that it's weird and hard Eight to follow. questions. However, Mike Patterson helped us set our current set of five questions on the 50th episode. I have no recollection of this. Yeah, exactly. It happened there. Because like, usually by room. the end... Usually by the end this is happening, so... Choo-choo. Okay, Choo-choo. So I want to say no, I, I, I spent I about 15 sh- episodes not No, drinking. I really have to do shit tomorrow. No, but like you yours, yours, yours only has it's half chocolate. the liquor. Chocolate. chocolate. I have a... Oh, wait. I think the audience should peer pressure when you, Mike into when a you get hey, When you hey, turn hey, 40... Hey, hey, when you, hey, exactly. You want your four more podcasts, Mike? I don't. Cheers. If I have to do... Is this chocolate? Oh, my God. It's chocolate, guys. Cheers, cheers, guys. Cheers. Woo! Not that, not that I'm a pussy or anything, but I do have a lot to do. Like I did do, I did do, a, I did two Renault Depot commercials today. Oh. I did uh, a new uh, cold lozenge where basically I call a sex line and someone goes, "You've called the kinky sex line." I'm like, "Oh, I've called the wrong line." And that's going to be on your radio soon. I did. Um, <laughs> what else did I do? I did uh, Le Fond FTQ. Do you know what RRSPs are? Yeah. Yeah. Woo! I am the king. I don't king. get any money for any of that shit. <laughs> I'm the king of doing radio commercials like, whoa, I just got this new thing called an RRSP. So if you listen to Virgin Radio, Shome, or any of those awesome radio stations, I'm usually 
selling all that you're, shit. You're perpetually the bewildered person that doesn't Whoa, understand Whoa, I just happening. saved 15% on house insurance. What? Like, what? I am that guy. Like, honey, I did it. And she's like, how did you do it? And then, well, you know, I went to this thing, and then, you know. You've constantly been in The Renault Depot, something. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, okay, so, I'm like, <laughs> what, the Renault Depot I did today is, hey, Steve, what, you just put uh, a heater in your bedroom, and he's like, it's in case I get cold at night, and a sink, it's in case I'm thirsty, and a toilet, that's in case I, Renault Depot, and uh, Ted Bird comes in and goes, Renault Depot, when I say, when the guy says, shit, you don't hear the shit, you oh. heard it here first on Go Fuck Yourself, um, <laughs> This is how that's gonna happen. Renault Depot is a fucking killer company. They are like when everybody else is super safe with the radio commercials, Renault Depot fucks shit up. Brings the dirty they, shit. They bring the dirty shit. They almost say shit. Exactly. You should op- get Renault Depot to sponsor the dirty show, Leland. Sure. <laughs> so we need to set up three new questions because you've All already right. answered the questions. We need three new questions. Which are going to be the questions. Give them the old questions. The old questions were... And also, do they have questions? Do you guys have any questions? You guys, if you have... Does anybody have a single question? No, not one of you? Okay, fine. Mike Carazza has a question. He's so eager. Gray in a toque, it works. It works for you. Oh, that's not your question. Okay, cool. Okay, sorry. Are you asking me to answer questions? Well, I'll tell... No. God, Mike. Are you in character now? Or are you, like, chill? Or are you excited? I don't know anymore. I'm different now. Oh, man. I'm so confused. So the original questions were, what did you want to be when you grew up? What was the fireman. worst fashion choice for me? Hulk made? Hogan. Fireman. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I Hulk wanted Hogan. to be a racist. Who's the greatest Italian person? Man. Who's, I really wanted to be a racist. The answer to all three is fireman. Exactly. So what did you want to be when you grew up? Fireman. fireman. Hulk Hogan. What's the worst fashion choice you ever made? Fireman. Mess shirt. I like Hulk Hogan. Who's the greatest person of all time? Uh, some fireman. Shane O'Mac. <laughs> Shane McMahon. Those, those, are the, ever... those are the original three questions. Okay. We're getting rid of those today. They're gone. Good. They're gone. We need to come up with three new questions. Three cool. New questions. Mike and Leland are going to help us. And if you guys have any of the generic questions... But like, I have them already us. written down. We talked about this. We, we, got, we got one of them. We two. Yeah, I, I thought, thought of second two. One's I thought one. of two immediately. Give us your no, second. I love the second one. Give us your second one. <laughs> Give us your second one. My, my second question is, in your kitchen... <laughs> There is a drawer that has utensils in it. Right? You guys visualizing? Think about it. What is in the drawer underneath your utensil drawer? See, what's in there? My big, my big problem with that question. question. I think it's some people have cupboards under that drawer. No, fuck that. Everybody should have two drawers. And I literally don't have my utensils in a drawer. Then you don't have your shit to get a key. I I feel like my life is a fucking in a plastic bag. You're getting married. You're getting married. Let me tell you something right now. You have loose utensils in a bag. Figure that out now. You are gonna have to live with a woman. You're gonna have to be married to her. You have to cook together. You can no longer have the plastic bag. Full of utensils. Do you guys? But is that a generic enough question to ask everyone? I I have a I have a generic question that I always ask. Wait, as what's a, in your second drawer? As a, I don't have a second drawer. See, boom. I got pots and pans. And a it's a cupboard underneath, yeah. right? Like a okay. Well, there's pots and pans. My it's, my generic that's question. That's gonna be a, our answer a lot. I, of I don't. Time. Doesn't have to be the one that you pick, but I think it's a good one. Is who do you want to play you in the movie of oh, your of your shit. life? 
That's a pretty good one. It's obviously Walter J. Ling. Like, look at this guy. This guy looks like me when I was a kid. He makes all the same mistakes. He's wearing, like, jeans and a suit jacket. I mean, come on. He's wearing a dinner jacket. He's wearing a macho man shirt. He's wearing a macho man shirt. This is me. This that is like a bad. Freedom 55 like commercial going on right now. I'm like you uh, in the future. Lee, and Lee, yes, Lee, you're going to lose all your hair. Lee, Lee, Lee. Uh, you're going to be I, bald. I, I, brother, <laughs> brother. No, I thought the same I'm thing, basically brother. 30. I'm basically Rocking 30. Rocking a thick mane. So, uh, Michael and I have two guys, sim- similar hairlines. Does that, uh, for, that, for that's pretty good, though. Who do you want to... Listeners at home. Who do you want to play you in the, in the movie? I like, I like that question Let's just say... I get half off. I get half off on haircuts. Enough people are clapping. That's going to be one of the questions. So we, got, questions. so we got, what are you afraid of? No, that, that was, you fucking, you burnt it. He, Walter Has doesn't he understand how shows work. He hasn't said it yet. This is like, this is the greatest you question of all right time. You just right ahead, you son of a bitch. And then we were, we were going to save it for third. Okay. And then so fine, like, jump ahead. What was, what was Mike Patterson's also really good fucking question? What are you afraid of? Right? That's a great fucking question. I, you can also put a name after that. What are you afraid of, Mike Carrutza? <laughs> you know, like, mo- mostly. What are you most, afraid of, Rasta Kruger? Mostly, it's just Steven. Steven. What are you afraid of, Steven? <laughs> what are you? Okay, so also answer, Dad. I do have an answer for that. Oh, <laughs> what is it? Styrofoam. Mike Carrutza. Oh my God! Do you have a styrofoam problem? Oh. It, I always thought I was going to die in a in a giant pit of styrofoam. Does it hurt? I want to tell teeth? this. I want to tell this really quick. Does it quick. hurt your teeth? Does it? What does it do? Oh no, no, it, it like it shuts me down. Like, when you hear styrofoam it. like that, I had that exact same problem. Seriously? I got over it though for for probably fifteen to maybe it's related years of my to the life. name Mike. I it, it fucked me up. I was like, this is my one weakness, and it's styrofoam. <laughs> and then basically Massimo talked about being tickled, and I was like, oh, I'm ticklish. And Massimo was like, I'm not ticklish. I had a lot of brothers, I just said, fuck it. Just go ahead and tickle me. And then I was like, I have to do the same thing that Massimo did when he was six years old and getting tickled yeah, I'm not ready as, as a 34-year-old man to get over styrofoam. my fear of styrofoam. Because it made me go, me, stop it. Me, yeah. me, Mike Carrazza, and uh, Steven Spinola. Yeah. Friend of the show. Used to, used to put on a, a monthly series of shows called All the Chicken. And it was All and, the Chicken. And it was done out of Steven Spinola's apartment. Yep. And, 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 and Steven what, Spinola, basically, he's a beastie boy. Yeah. You want to know? Yeah. What? It's imagine you. A beastie boy from the 80s. You're hanging out with one of the original members of the beastie boys <laughs> that was kicked out of the beastie boys. And I made, and I made Mike Carrazza cry for 15 minutes one night. Why would you do that? Because I bought like. Fifty styrofoam plates to Why? serve the chicken on. Oh, shit. And he no, was he like, and, and, he, and, then, and, he, and then nobody knew. And, and, and then you rubbed it on his nobody, face. And all Mike, is, and all Mike says to me, "This is what I want to plug. I want to plug styrofoam fear awareness. Styro. <laughs> how about how, how, how about styrophobia? Styrophobia. That is the worst Def Leppard album that was ever made. Styrophobia. People who have a fear of styrofoam hate that because it's actually a company in Australia that's trying to eradicate styrofoam as like a product. Is there a thing called? Yeah, but then that's good then. That company is doing the no, Lord's no, they're, work. They're doing great stuff, but it's not associated with the fear of it. It's styrophobia. Like a, you, have a, you, you have a fear. February of is National Styrofoam Fear Awareness. Have month. you met other people? Black History Month. Well, yeah. you just did. He literally yeah. just did. You've yeah. met other people that have styrophobia. Yeah, no, you. Like a couple, but like again, just an aversion. Not so I'm over it, man. But you I'm had over it, it, brother. I did have it. It was fucking crazy. So what are you afraid of though? Now that it's not styrofoam. So what are you afraid of? Crackheads. Crackheads. 
Crackheads are fucking crazy. I like homeless people. I give money to homeless people. But crackheads, they don't want money. They want something that crack. they can exchange. They want crack or they want something they can exchange. They for want to crack. sell you something for crack. Yeah. They're like, like a blowjob. I got a, I got a, yeah, a blowjob or I got a broken clock. I got Mike's Heart lemonade bottles. And like, you know you can't re- fucking return those in Quebec. Bullshit. So we need I saw one, a guy, I saw a crackhead. that you have crack? No, they think I have money. They want $5. I'm not going to give them five fucking They're going to turn it right into crack. That, that's how you, that's how much crack costs, everybody. Watch the documentary Grass Fed. I find that out. No, I don't actually find that out. Don't but die. I it. No, it, they, I just don't know what to say to crackheads. It stresses me out. Like, there's a guy Hollywood. He's awesome. Uh, you guys know Hollywood? Oh my god! Hollywood's like the best. No, Hollywood is not a crackhead. No, he's not a crackhead. No, 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 no. But he's a guy. He's got. He's got a banana. Was he on the podcast? He's he's had. Yeah, yeah, he's been briefly. He's had guest spots on the podcast. There was um, there was um, (laughs) Bourbon Street West. I don't know if anybody remembers Bourbon Street West. Yeah, up in the. uh, So there was like a a, like this five hundred seater that would like have us come out and we'd we'd play comedy and make like fifty dollars when there was like five hundred people in the room. And it was amazing. We did it for like 14 years, like suckers. <laughs> but um, one of the waiters, uh, one of the one of the doormen, wanted to see what it was like. He was from the West Island. Wanted to see what it was like downtown. So he came to this place, Comedy Works, and he came to Grumpy's downstairs. He wanted to see what it was like downtown. And if you know Hollywood, Hollywood, and this is a doorman. He's jacked as fuck. Yeah. He's like a West Island doorman. And uh, we're all hanging out. And if you know Hollywood. Hollywood has a banana. Yeah. He pulls out a banana and he goes, "It's yeah, it's for alcohol." I swear, he goes, "It's for alcohol." I swear, and you go, "Whoa, whoa, don't shoot without banana." Then you give him like two bucks. It's the best. And then he, when, I once told him I had twenty dollars. I only had a twenty dollar bill. He gave me seventeen dollars in change. Yeah, like that's how <laughs> fucked up Hollywood is. So this bouncer who Not was hanging crackhead. out with us. He just—he's not a crackhead at no, all. No, no, no. Uh, so this bouncer came down with us. Yeah, exactly. he, he basically came out. We went outside. We're watching him smoke. All of a sudden, uh, a new strange black man approaches this white West Island bouncer, <laughs> pulls something from behind his back, and goes, "Give me your money, honey." And he smushed that banana. The bouncer smushed the banana, and then he smushed. Hollywood to the ground oh, in no. literal oh, seconds. Oh, no. And this is right when the rise of hipsters was happening. All of a sudden, all the hipsters at Grumpy's were like, No, you do not do that. Shame on you. <laughs> you leave Hollywood alone. What are you? And they all just fucking attacked this West Island bouncer. And they were like, but not with physicality, with shame. With shame. They were like shame. holding their pipes. Shame. And they were holding their tubes. They and they were like, you are bad. And he's like, I didn't know. I thought he had a gun. It's a banana. He had a banana. That's a true story. I saw that happen. It was lovely. It was like one of the best things ever. How many questions are we up We have to? two, we have two, we have two. <laughs> what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of, Keith? What am I Is afraid that the third of? question? Huh? Well, that's the second question. Second question. Wait, it was supposed to be the third question, but then you fucked that up. Yeah. Massimo's, Massimo's story made me overcome one of my big fears, because it was, I used to be super claustrophobic, oh. and like, my brother, being six years older than me and shitty, would just like, pin me down and hold my arms to, yeah. arms to the side, and I, just to make me go nuts, like, because he's an older brother. Massimo wouldn't <laughs> hurt, he'd just be like... 
I'm a, yeah, no, exactly. it doesn't affect me. But then at some point when I was like when I was like ten or something, I did I did the Massimo thing and I was like, this isn't working anymore, and I just like lied there like super zen. The thing that like I think scares me the most Is that what you do with your fiance now? Yeah. It's just fucking lie oh! there! Oh! Oh! Ole, 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 ole. <laughs> ah because <laughs> some people just lie there. My biggest fear? I just go zen. It's called going zen, you guys. Like, look it up. You just lie there. This is not, this is not what it's that's called, called. It's called styrophobia. That's what it's called. So what am I scared did, of? Didn't Muse do a song called styrophobia? I think so. I think that's right. <laughs> I love Muse. So, styrophobia! Honestly, this is fucked up. The thing I'm afraid of the most is that there is an afterlife and I'm on the wrong side of it. But really? you are. No, no, that's not I know! Fear that's the fucked up part. Like, I was like, I die and then like, welcome to hell. And I'd be like, Oh fuck! I made every decision wrong in my life. That's, I, that's like is, fucking rough. This is this is where the M Night Shyamalan c- reveal comes in. That this for, is hell. For a hundred episodes, this, this has been like a <laughs> Christian podcast. Right? <laughs> it's like get on the wrong, get on the right side of the afterlife, kids. You never know when that you're gonna fuck me up. up. Like that, that's random shit where I think about it and I'm like, fuck. Like, I know, really? um, I know people who do uh, programmation. Oh. Who programmed the Just for Last Festival? Programmation? Um, I don't, I'm fucking, I'm bilingual and drunk. Programmation. La programmation de la festival Just for Rear. Um, so I get, I get to talk to Just for Last people who are like, like, we're, we're gonna get this person named Amy Schumer. Do you like her? You know, and they talk about blah, 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 blah. And, um, one of the things that I plot is I talk about a bullshit gala host and gala show that I really like to plug right. a lot of times. And uh, my friend Zoe Rabnett has had to listen to me do this a lot. And it is, <laughs> what if we had the stone-cold Steve Austin gala at ju- the Just for Last Festival, also sponsored by the WWE Network? <laughs> Because they have their own network would have, would have 11, like there's like 11,000 people who Mike, own this. Mike is just plugging the WWE I'm network right now. I'm always plugging this. So I'm always <laughs> plugging this to people that work at Just for Last, so they have to listen to this. And the ending. Every pitch meeting there is. The ending, Mike's like, I got I'm not in the pitch meeting. I'm not, no, this is just me being an asshole at a dinner, right? Like, <laughs> you invite them over for dinner like, and you're like, I've got like, a pitch. Like they're like, oh, oh, I see you're at a Copper Branch because Copper Branch is a good vegan restaurant to eat because I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> also plug Copper Branch. Branch. Yeah, and so like I'll see somebody that works at Just for Laughs there, and I'm like, have you thought about having a Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> and the end piece, which comes back to your fear, it's a uh, it's a musical, uh, it's a musical number called Welcome to Wrestling Heaven. Stone Cold Steve Austin has like a hunter blind set. Uh, he does some jokes about hunting. He does some jokes about the difference between Montreal traffic and the WWE. Uh, but it ends. You've written it for. You've written it. For I've him. written the entire fucking thing, right? <laughs> and then I did this. And it ends with, uh, welcome. he goes, oh, my heart, my heart. Oh, shit, old wrestlers, they always die too young. I feel like my heart is, wait, I can see a light. And out of the light come a bunch of uh, effeminate dancers who are like, welcome to wrestling heaven. What are we singing? Dance all day. We sing and we dance. We sing and we dance. Just like me and you. Nope. No, I'm not going to sing. We sing and we dance all day. Are you singing? In wrestling now. heaven. Nope. Not gonna do it. And then you guys all these see this people, at a gala, man. Like, you might see you know this at a gala. From. 
And then they sing and dance and they sing and dance and they keep trying to get Stone Cold to sing and dance. Right. And they're like, and they set him up with like good things. They're like, come on, come on, sing, come on, sing with me now. And he's like, not gonna do it. And then a door opens and then the Macho Man comes through. Oh, and he goes, shit. looks like you went to wrestling hell. Because that's where he actually is. Right. And then he gets to come to wrestling heaven. Right. So, if you work for Just for Laughs in any capacity, if you can make this happen, you've heard this pitch. <laughs> this is the shittiest pitch. Because they get pitched garbage all the fucking time. And I'm like, it's time for Mike Patterson to make his fucking pitch. And it's the Stone Cold Steve Austin Gala. I will work as head writer for fucking Peanuts because I'll just sit <laughs> there and I'll be like... Welcome is there. Welcome is like, I guess the right material. I know. I'll just sit there. I will just sit there and listen. All I'm you need is stone I have info packs. And you realize... <laughs> <laughs> You've inspired me. I'm like, here, can I you give you a little You realize we'll spend like a week writing and then it'll just be rejected by Stone Cold. They'll be like, I'm just no, going to do it. I'm just going to call it on the stage. Exactly. And all he's got to do is go, nope. So do we have a third, que- is third, third, third question? Third question. The third question. You and I should probably come how up do you with one. Book, how do you book a JFL wrestling show? Or? No. <laughs> no. Pretty hard. Okay, we, usually we ask a question about childhood. Do you want to know anything about anyone's... Usually there's like a kid question. It's like, what did you want to be when you grew up? They're like, what were you... I was going to say, what were you scared of when you grew up? I no, was we poor. <laughs> <laughs> Questions about... <laughs> No, were you poor when you grew up? Were you poor? Were you poor what, is a good question. What, what, what kind of privileges did you have? What kind of privileges? Yeah, why don't you ask that shit? Huh? What kind of privileges no, did you I'm have? I'm talking to you. Keep... No, I'm getting drunk. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Silver Spoon! <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, no, what else do we want to know? Walter, about, come uh, on, question. Third question, we need it. Guys, does anybody have a third question? What's a good generic third question? How, anybody. How many push-ups can you do? Dumb. If you had to get a tattoo, what would it be? Tattoo question. Oh, that's not bad. If you had to, what what would it be and where? Yes. When you were eight. (laughs) When you were 13? When you were 13 and not allowed to get a tattoo. What would you get and where? I'm still worried about the push-ups question. Do you know who Neil Hamburger is? No. Nope. Yeah. Neil Hamburger came into town. How about if you had to get a tattoo? And then get I was doing tattoo. this thing where, I, I where like if I didn't kid, make people kid, laugh, I would do a push-up. But we're getting a lot of people that had tattoos. And I was like really into yeah, physical fitness. So I decided if, if I didn't make people laugh, I would do a push-up. And sometimes I'd have to do three push-ups. Shit. And then I opened up for Neil Hamburger and they fucking hated me. And uh, I was like, all right, if you don't like me, I'll just do it. That was one of my things as a young comic. When did you open up for Neil? Probably like fifteen or seventeen years ago. When? Where? Like where? Uh, Castle del Popolo. Yeah, like a long time ago. I was. I sucked. Was and then under, they, the they were all there to see Neil Hamburger. Was that under the guise of JFL or no? No, no it was just a straight up like, hey, you want to open? I, w- I was like a indie comic at the time. Good. So they were like, hey, do you want to open up for Neil Hamburger at uh, Castle del Popolo? And I was like, hell yeah! They all wanted to see him. They didn't want to see me. So I said, if you not. don't want. Uh, if you don't like my jokes, I'll do a push-up. So I did 16 push-ups that night. Um, so I was like, okay, if you don't like me. And then they were like, and they would count them out. And this is, I was pretty in shape at the That's time. That's fucking mean, though. It was fucking hard. And then, so like, you have to think there was one, then there was two, then there was one, two, three, then there was four, and then it was just a guy doing a bunch of push-ups. And then I finally said, I'll do 16. 
And then here's Neil Hamburger, and he was like, "Oh, Marva!" So they just paid him. Well, they I, they, they paid they, a they, guy. They, they paid for Neil Hamburger, but you got paid to do push-ups. I got paid to do push-ups. That's, like, that's exactly that's a fucking, winning situation for you. And I really wasn't happy with myself. <laughs> so Keith, so Keith, I I decided that because I was like, our guests might. In have conclusion, what's our three questions? What's our hey, three questions? Our, our guests. How many push-ups did you do I'm, opening for yeah. Neil Hamburger? I'm fading here. I'm fading here. We're, no, we're almost wrapped up. We're almost wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, Leland. Leland is literally passing I was saying out. because a lot of people might have tattoos. They might not. When you were 13, what would you get tattooed? Oh, why, I why, wanted... Why 13? Why because like when you're an adult, you could get whatever you want tattooed. But when you're 13, you're like an idiot. 13? God. It would probably be Gem in the Holograms. Not the See, reboot, that's what but I'm the, the cartoon. Right. Leland, Leland, what would, what would, what would when you were 13? You're 13, you're tattooed. Like a roaring bear on my chest as like a power still, symbol. Still a bear. Still, okay. still now. Thirteen what? years old. That's his there? actual tattoo. Mine would be mine would be like an alien head with like a skull and crossbones, except the crossbones would be dicks. Nice. <laughs> I would almost certainly get Optimus Prime tattooed on me. Okay, so we're gonna ask you our last question. X dicks. Like Guido's still not a- still here, is he? Cool. Guido is still here. Guido, do you, oh, Guido, Guido, do you remember your question? Because you was on episode ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, we could definitely all hear you. Come here, come here, and, come, and, here. come here. And I don't know if you've we never had the last guest ask us a question. We've never. This is a go plug yourself first, where the last que- question is going to be actually asked by the past guest. Do you remember it? Well, if, do you want to post remember, it with it on it? We're gonna do this fast. If I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, you guys were upset because you accidentally dropped his name, so you were afraid that maybe my choice of question was going to have something to do with Mike Patterson. Right. Oh shit. Okay. <sighs> really? Is that after you read my writing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a this is a variation of three questions that oh, we no. came up with. Right. Uh, and when, when you settled on this, which is fine. Mm. Okay. What is your favorite movie, and does it star Sly Stallone? That was not a question. <laughs> Absolutely, that was Guido's question. It's a it's a it's a mashup of a bunch of different. Yeah, questions. he asked like three. It's a great question. Yeah. Put it all together. It was Mike? what's your favorite movie? Then what's your favorite Rocky? And then we were going to wrestling, and so yeah, yeah. There we go. His hey, first uh, question what's, was what's your favorite what's Rocky, your favorite and I was like, that's very limited. You all know because you no, can talk about you can the talk Rocky, about the Rocky. Yeah, but we didn't know when when I first started dating my wife, I was watching Rocky three, and Mickey dies. I don't want to spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> then, uh, you got a, you got a hungover fat guy. On the floor because his back hurts, crying. Miss Stallone, crying. And then me, and then my wife wakes up at eight in the morning. And why am I watching Rocky at eight in the morning? Because I'm fucking crazy. And then uh, she's like, "What's happening?" And I'm like, "You gotta watch six movies." Um, it's crazy. So for me, for me, it's uh, Rocky one. Rocky, uh, this is hard. Rocky one. Creed, Rocky 2, <clears throat> Rocky 2 Rocky fucking awesome. 6, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, Rocky 5. Yeah. Good. I'm, Mike, same question, I'm a, I guess. I'm a 2 man. I'm You're a, Rocky a two, 2 man? Two Over man. one? I fucking love comas. I think comas are amazing. <laughs> comas when are your awesome. wife is in a coma, what do you do? Nothing. You fucking pray. You sit by that bed and you don't do anything. Because eventually she's going to wake up. And then you go, oh, you know, I've been thinking about it, you know. Uh, so is Rocky 2 you your favorite want, movie of all time? You don't want me to mix oh, yeah, it up with Creed. Is you don't want me to mix it up with Creed. And then she's like, you know what I want you to do? I want you to win. And then, 
dong, da 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 da, and then kids fucking everything. What are we doing in here? What are we fighting for? So Rocky Two is your favorite movie? Rocky, uh, yeah, let's say Rocky Two. I predicted Army of Darkness. I know. I never. I can never sit through it. Oh shit! Not a good movie. No, terrible movie. So yeah. last last question, and then we're going to wrap up the plugs, is what question, without knowing who one our guest on 101 is going to be, what question do you want to ask our guest on 101? Who the fuck do you think you are? That's a great question. Is, is that, that a thing? That, no, that's it. So you were going to ask, don't you know take backsies. They, 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 they accidentally left. And you were like, what's yeah. your favorite Rocky yeah. movie? That's yeah. a good question. Because we saw Creed together. Yeah. Man, and uh, Massimo, bless his heart. Like <laughs> That makes um, him sound dead. Massimo, Massimo, R.I.P. You, <laughs> you, you can't tickle him. <laughs> He's dead Massimo. inside. But Creed, no, Creed, like Creed, Creed is such a good movie. Um, it made Massimo cry. They don't use the Rocky music until the right it's time. time <laughs> to listen to some You're watching a whole no, movie. No no whole, you're watching a whole movie, and you're like, "Oh shit, there hasn't been any Rocky music." And then, "Oh shit, there's Rocky music." And then Guido cries, I cry, Massimo cries. A whole town of a lot of Italians cry. A lot of Italians and some good the like British guy's accent. Oh man, that the guy. British guy. He's yeah. like, I'm going you're to like fucking... a false creed. Yeah, he's like, you're a false creed. Yeah. Uh, there's some fucking yeah. It's pretty all right, boys, boys. All right, let's, all right. Let's get get your here. get your last plugs in, Guido. You didn't actually plug anything other than your uh, other than your pizza, pizza place. Yeah. Sapori di Napoli. Sapori di Napoli. Come by. Look my... for me, my mom, my dad. It's all the same face. Hey, Mike Carazza has his string show. Nick Raz has his singing to children. Leland Beckman has February 19th, The Dirty Show. Dirty Show. Mike Patterson, I'm Patterson movie. tweets at Twitter. I say hilarious things. Uh, I have a Facebook page. You've only done my personal page, so you've been like saying, like, come see this personal I'm sorry, guy. It's, it's, that's it's the only amazing. page I care to. You, I, care I know. To care <laughs> I have an actual page that has a reach of 6,000 people. Let, nope. Plug. Only want to talk oh, to your friend. No, I, like, I only know you personally, brother. It's a friend page that has 400 people. <laughs> no, but let's plug also the uh, your bilingual uh, new weekly Oh, show. yeah, I have a new weekly show. It's fucking packed, bro. I do uh, French people. Uh, it's on Celeron You do French people? No, I do French people all the time. It's crazy. It's bo- in both English and French, uh, and uh, it's fucking sick. It's called uh, Unleashed Tabite, and uh, it's fucking packed every week. It's nuts. Now that the black roots are coming in, I know. you look like Adrian Adonis. Yeah, I know. And video try. That's good. Video Leland, try. Leland, out, man. Leland, thank you so much. Thank you so much, everybody. Go plug yourself. You plug your mother plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug your mother plugger. Go plug yourself. It's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. Thank you so much for coming. We're gonna get an ice cream. We're gonna get an ice cream. Trudeau, where's your fucking money? (laughs) I have a lot of facts. Sweet, sweet piano.
Dino Tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working, why should you?